something going back to something that you mentioned earlier with the enlistment of African Americans uh, on on the Union side. Did they face like even though it even though it was the Union side, did they face any sort of was it tough for them to coalesce or like assimilate into the army? Did they face any sort of backlash from the Union soldiers? Well, I think they faced backlash in in in, in a multiplicity of ways. Um, first of all, they were, unless they were light enough to pass, which happened on occasion, we have records of people who prior to blacks being able to enlist, you know, uh, one guy I'm particularly thinking of, he enlisted with the Connecticut unit just by pretending to be white. Um, um, uh, even though he's from an African-American family and, and probably the, you know, the census identified him as 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 uh mulatto is probably what they would have put at that point um um but you had all black units you know once lincoln and the emancipation proclamation allowed blacks to enlist uh you had all black units um initially formed at the state level like the uh you know the fifth ohio artillery the massachusetts 54th and 55th infantry regiments, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then in 1864, these were kind of all merged into an overarching umbrella called the U.S. Colored Troops. Now, um, Blacks in the U.S. Colored Troops were not only in all, all Black units, but those were almost always led by uh, white officers. And you had white officers that were much more sympathetic and empathetic, like Robert Gould Shaw with the Massachusetts 54th. And you had others who really demeaned and mistreated the men under them and thought little of them. Um, in terms of the military high command, there were real doubts about the, you know, because blacks had been so stereotyped and most of them were slaves. And the argument for keeping them as slaves is they were stupid and they couldn't work without white direction and, and all of this. Um, and they were naturally docile. Um, tell Matt Turner that. But <laughs> uh, uh, the military high command, you know, from the Secretary of War Stanton and Grant on down, didn't really believe that blacks could become good soldiers. That kind of speaks to the desperation or manpower at that point that they would go along with Lincoln's idea of enlisting them. And ironically, it was Fort Wagner, you know, the assault you see in glory where the masses, the Massachusetts 54th under Robert Gould Shaw, you know, makes this headlong rush uh, up the beach at Battery Wagner, briefly gain control of it, and then are beaten back and die in huge numbers and are buried in a big sand pit with Shaw himself. That act of courage dissuaded a lot of, and it was reported widely in the press. You know, there were Civil War reporters all over the place, north and south. Um, and it got carried through the Atlantic Cable to England. And, you know, they knew about this in Europe and so forth. That act of courage really convinced a lot of the military high command, as did some later uh, battles that Blacks fought in. That uh, that blacks 
had the courage to be good soldiers? That answered some of the questions. Um, so they're kind of demeaned sometimes within their units. They're kind of demeaned by other soldiers who are whites. Uh, they're demeaned by the military high command at points. Oftentimes they're given lesser rations, medical care, more inferior guns, et cetera. Um, and early on assigned to supply duty at a higher rate than whites or, you know, or, or simply guarding territory as opposed to being involved in actual battles. As time goes on more and more and more because they prove themselves. Now the public is very split. Um, there are, are many whites in the Northern public that uh, become convinced very quickly of Blacks' ability because the courage they're showing on the battlefield and the need for them. Um, and you actually see an improvement in the attitudes of many whites, racially speaking, at least for a time. It kind of goes away after the war a little bit. But you also see people who get very upset when Lincoln pairs the Emancipation Proclamation with the enlistment and very quickly literally you know that's in january and in march a draft law goes into effect um and uh uh particularly the irish but germans in the midwest you know I, i've read about this in, in the dayton paper at the time dayton ohio paper etc uh and others riot obstruct you know the new york draft riots are just brutal five days of just brutalization of black folks and the only way they ended is by bringing the troops right after gettysburg up to new york city some of them to quell the riots but the attitude was we're not going to fight in a war that now is about ending slavery we don't want to be forced via draft to fight for black folks essentially is what they're saying and that was a that was a mix of things i mean the fear that uh, as kind of the bottom of the economic ladder, Irish were that along with blacks, that more blacks would come up and compete for their jobs. And, you know, plus they'd gotten off the boat a couple decades earlier and they'd imbibed a lot of the stereotypes in the broader popular culture and uh, just a whole host of things. But, you know, there was a lot of upset. New York, greater New York, Boston, lower Midwest, Detroit had a a race riot that included this in 63. So just a whole lot of uh, blowback. Um, but I think by the end of the war, overall, white American Northerners' attitudes towards Blacks, if we did Gallup polling at the time, had improved. But it took that courage on the battlefield. It took the circumstances of war. And, uh, you know, Black folks had to put up with a lot in the Army, including originally being paid at a lower rate for the same rank, which is why many of them, including the 54th, chose to uh, not accept their pay until it was equal. Now, how does that imp impact the family at home, right? Um, and in a few cases, those folks were shot as mutineers, simply for saying, we won't accept pay until it's equal. So there's a, yeah, there's a whole lot that blacks are fighting against and not just the Confederates.